Welcome to the uh, DFS hand building with the plumster on a nice snowy day in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we're going to talk the final showdown slate for this Tuesday night. Um, it's the 10:30 late night hammer between the Phoenix Suns or the Brooklyn Nets in Phoenix taking on the Suns. Brooklyn on a back-to-back, so God only knows what that's going to do. Right now, we're just going to go into this slate, assuming everybody that's in is in. Kevin Durant is out. Um, We could always assume Kyrie Irving does not play on a back-to-back, but after dropping 40 last night, we will see. Um, James Harden will definitely be playing on a back-to-back. Now that I say that, he probably won't. Um... He is a uh, does not miss basketball games unless he is um, partying with little baby. Um, as long as he's not doing that, he is playing basketball. He is a Iron Man workhorse of a basketball player, kind of built like a tank. This James Harden is. So let's dive into it. We'll start with the Brooklyn Nets. They just played last night in Sacktown, um, and both. Irving and Irving and uh, Harden bald, no uh, surprise there with no KD. Um, DeAndre Jordan came off the bench, played decent, twenty some minutes, mid twenties minutes. He's been playing lately. Even got up into the thirties once. Um, he's sort of in play here uh, for his price. You gotta you gotta have somebody to play against DeAndre Ayton, who we will get to. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. We will get to DeAndre Ayton here um, shortly um, and the rest of the Phoenix Suns and what this game could be. It might be the most fun game on the slate. Uh, Chris Paul could technically ruin that by slowing it down with his old friend, uh, with his old uh, old point guard, point god ways. Um, but he has helped the Suns become a uh, contender. Uh, I don't know about contender in the West, but a legitimate playoff team I would not want to have to face in the West uh, at full strength, at least. Uh, so let's see. We're gonna we're gonna talk Harden here. Harden to me um, is my favorite play. As long as, like I said, we're gonna go into this game thinking everybody that is not out or questionable plays. Okay, so just look at it like that. If news breaks and changes, you might want to just throw this one away. Or just take what you get from the other players that are in. But Harden, to me, regardless of Kyrie in or out, is my favorite play from Brooklyn. I know he's the most expensive play. But this guy does it all. Like, you looked at the game last night. The assist numbers and rebound numbers are through the roof. Kyrie's are decent. But it's just, I mean, for the price, you're getting everything. You're getting steals. You're getting blocks. You're getting assists. You're you're basically paying for a triple-double, right? It's just... It's just how how good is the is it a poor man's Draymond Green triple double or the Mason Plumlee triple double the other night or is it a Luka Doncic no Nikola Jokic James Harden annual triple double or dated regularly I don't not annual right on average triple double these guys do right so I'm paying up for Harden he's my favorite captain there is value on this slate um, if I'm playing the twenty entry. James Harden will be in the majority of my captain spots, right? Um, and again, wait on the Kyrie. Now, Kyrie, 
I prefer Kyrie in the utility spot. Um, hopefully he plays so this game is competitive. I really like Kyrie um, quite a bit, but not as much at the, at the captain spot as I love James Harden in the captain spot here. Um, the rest of Brooklyn is just the rest of Brooklyn. I don't love it for uh, much. Uh, if anything, it would be DeAndre Jordan just because of his rebound upside. Uh, and he's been playing more minutes. Uh, I would consider maybe a Jeff Green just in case on the back-to-back. Jordan's minutes are limited after playing almost 30 yesterday. Uh, waiting on that news, though. Uh, Jeff Green, definitely probably my fourth favorite. And Joe Harris could always spike an upside. He's a great tournament pit, uh, play just because if he gets hot, if, if Joe Harris gets hot from three, uh, it just – it. It could be lights out, right? It could be lights out. Um, but really, for Brooklyn, it's kind of easy for me. It's Harden, Kyrie, and then the rest. Um, Harden, Kyrie, DeAndre, Kyrie, DeAndre, then the rest. Um, Harden's just such a beast, man. If you put him in the captain spot, you could see a uh, you could see a triple digit in there uh, easily, easily. And uh, the back to back on Harden, at least, does not scare me whatsoever. Um, it might actually, it might actually keep him in a rhythm. To be honest with you, because um, he won't be able to go out boozing on the road, going from Sac Town to Phoenix. Um, he's got to travel, so he's just going to be all hoops. You know, he ain't going to be hanging with a little baby and that. Uh, so, give me Harden, give me Kyrie, give me DeAndre Jordan, maybe a sprinkle of Joe Harris and a sprinkle of Jeff Green. Uh, TLC is probably not in play unless we get news. Bruce Brown is cheap enough to be in play if you need it, but um, I don't love Bruce Brown in this spot. Um, but yeah, let's 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 head on over to Phoenix. Uh, my favorite team as a child growing up in Cleveland, watching the the ten seconds or less or whatever the hell they were called. Mike D'Antoni, uh, Phoenix Suns, Sean Marion, Mari Stoudemire, Steve Nash. Um, and then that kind of brings it full circle here. Um, it's kind of a revenge game for Nash and D'Antoni. Rajah Bell, who check Rajah out. He's on the uh, what the Real Ones Pod on the Ringer NBA Network. Uh, Rajah Bell and uh, uh, Logan Murdoch, they're pretty good, man. They they, they break it down, and Rajah gives you some real some real uh, in depth uh, it, like what it's like to be a kind of a, a role player in the NBA. Um, as, as news breaks and what it feels like to be traded and um, getting in fights with your coach in Utah and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, they're on the on the Ringer NBA podcast channel. Uh, they're the real ones. Logan Murdoch and Rajah Bell, I like those guys. I listen to them all the time. Um, they're a good listen. So, yeah, we'll see. And Rajah is here in Cleveland with the boys, LeBron and that, and Kyrie. So, that's another break, another little connection piece for us, but uh, let's let's talk Phoenix, man. Uh, Chris Paul, he is the point guard, and he's proven it time and time again. He leaves Houston, Houston falls apart. He goes to OKC. They run a three-point guard system. They almost beat Houston in the first round. Go to seven games. Lou Dort uh, became an internet sensation, DraftKings sensation in that series. Uh, now he's doing the same thing in Phoenix. Uh, Nets is actually a more talented roster for 
the point guard CP3 um, to play with. So I'm excited about CP3 here. Uh, it's going to be a fast-paced game. I don't care how much CP3 tries to slow it down. Uh, he still he still likes to run it a little bit, even in his old age. Uh, I'm sure LeBron likes hearing that. Dwayne Wade, uh, they like picking on the little guy. But uh, he is still the point guard. He will be in play for potential triple-double upside. Um, but obviously, Devin Booker is the man here, too. His numbers have started to climb. Uh, a couple games without Chris Paul, I think he's gained his confidence. And his numbers are really starting to get where you're like, okay, he's he's starting to get... I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting. I've been monitoring. the. De- this is another guy in my season-long league I have. Um, this is a guy I've been monitoring, man. I've been waiting for this. Kind of like Ja, another guy in my season-long league. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this blow-up. It's Jaws hasn't come yet since his COVID and his ankle. But I'm just waiting on that Devin Booker. Okay, here we go. We're, we're back, baby. Devin Booker's back. CP3, it's comfortable now, right? Like, I think it's, I think it's here. I think, it's, I think we're in this time. I think he's still too cheap. And guess what? A Brooklyn Nets matchup. This game could be 135 to 137. And Devin Booker could do that 50-60 spot. Real points, not DK points. I just, I, I think this is it, man. If I were to captain a Phoenix player, I'm getting to another one. But if I were to captain a Phoenix player, man, oh, man, Devin Booker. I really, 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 really like this spot. This kid, he's just a scoring monster. People compare Tyler Hero to him. I don't know what drugs they're on. I love Tyler Hero. But he is not this man, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a bad man with the basketball in his hands. Uh, I just, uh, this is a smash spot for Devin Booker. If I had a pick between him and CP3, I think I got to go Booker. He's more expensive. I think people lean to CP3 um, being the point god that he is. But, man, when you see smash spots like this come up, like Zion in the early slate, potentially against Memphis, you gotta, you just gotta roll it, man. You gotta love it. And on showdown slate like this, man, he could break the slate with that big 50-point game where no, they, the 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 Brooklyn Nets have zero humans that can can hang with this this man with the basketball. So Devin Booker squarely in play. Love this guy today. This should be a smash spot. Oh, and I like the over in this game, too. I don't even know what it is. I honestly didn't even look. So I think the news, being a back-to-back, I don't think there is a line yet. But I don't care. I'm taking the over in this game. Uh, I don't care how slow Chris Paul wants to play. Um, Brooklyn's going to force them to play faster. That's just the, that's just the way it is. And uh, I, I like it. I freaking like it a lot, man. Let's go, Booker. Now we're going to get to... These, these, are, these are the... the DeAndre Ayton right now, I mean, he's not playing as many minutes as I like him to. Last year, he was getting in the mid-30s. He's more in the high 20s now. But he's not going to get in foul trouble here. I mean, it's not. There's no one to foul, right? He's not fouling 6'6", Jeff Green. He's not fouling 97-year-old, can't jump over a, a, a 2 by 4 DeAndre Ayton or DeAndre Jordan. Like, the bat, the battle of the, the, the DeAndre's, is uh is a soft one to me. It's DeAndre Ayton here, man. Um, 
I love him. He's the man. He, uh, I think he's going to be a stud. This, I mean, obviously, we're getting a little beyond just today's DFS. I just think this guy is going to be a freaking stud. I don't, I mean, I care that Phoenix took him over Luca, but it doesn't really matter. DeAndre Ayton, they have Devin Booker already. It's fine. Let's go, Suns. I love this squad. I love this spot, especially for Booker and Ayton. Um, we're just going to have to build. This is a definite 20 max. Like, let's have some fun with these lineups. Um, I said before James Harden for sure in the captain spot um, for at least 15 to 20, maybe even drop it down to 13. And let's just let's just have some fun with some Aiton and some uh, and Booker and them captain spots and see just see what they can do in this matchup because this is a prime this is a prime matchup for anybody. But two players as skilled as they are, this matchup could explode, right? And this could win you a GPP. Um, I'd honestly rather just go to these one of these two over a Kyrie in the captain spot and keep my James Harden exposure where it's where it should be, um, at like a 75 to 80 percent, um, and just roll with one of these two guys. Maybe a one sh- one off shot at captain at CP3 in case CP3 uh, hits that triple double that everybody's been uh, looking for. Uh, but yeah, all three of these big dogs are squarely in play. Uh, that, now we get down to the Kaminsky's of the world. Well, these are our value guys. None of these guys are going to be a captain for us, all right? But we're obviously really excited about playing these five big dogs up top, which means you're going to need to find some value. And uh, um, Kaminsky's some value. Uh, Jay Crowder's been uh, Jekyll and Hyde lately. Uh, not the Jay Crowder I knew and loved when he played in Boston, um, where he was pretty damn consistent. Uh, or even when he was in Cleveland and uh, Miami and Utah. He's been on like 19 teams the last two years, which actually, to me, a lot of people look at that as a negative. To me, it's his contract is great, and he has a, he's on another great tradable contract. He's a highly wanted. He's probably one of the best 3 and D, overall 3 and D players in the league. When they, everybody, you know, him, uh, Covington, uh, they, these guys, to me, are the prototypical 3 and D guys that can, actually shoot threes instead of alright here we go yeah. Cavs, oh Isaac Okoro 3 and D guy, the dude's made 14 threes this year 14 threes 14, you're not a 3 and D guy if you made 14 threes almost to the all-star break like don't give me he's a 3 and D guy mm-hmm. Sammy Ojale he's probably better than Okoro at least at this point in their career but he is not a 3 and D, 3 and D guy, I mean you got Everybody's three. Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross is a three guy. He ain't a D guy. But Robert Covington and Jay Crowder, to me, are your pro. I guess. Okay. I'll give you one more. I'll give you Daniel House. Daniel House is probably the third. Those are my three low. Not like the not the stud like Paul George three and D guys. Right. These are the 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 mid range, mid level exception style. 3 and D guys that actually are 3 and D guys and worth worth the salary and worth the minutes they play. Um, big fans of all three of those guys. But yeah, Jay Crowder, he's in play. I think he's questionable again. I mean, this guy's been in and out. Like I said, Jack on Hyde this year. But overall, he can spike an upside. Other than that, I mean, you've got your Langston Galloways of the world. I mean, you could take flyers on these cats. Uh, Javon Carters. It's just really, uh, really nobody. And then if you 
See, Michael Bridges, I really like for the, the, the stock upside, but he's in that mid-tier where if you play him, you might not be able to get to one of these true, true studs, right, on this on this slate. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're going to want to pay up for some of these absolute studs, and, and Michael Bridges actually kind of hinders you from doing that, as, as much as I hate to say it. Um, but as much as I love Mike Michael Bridges as a player, and I'm sure Daryl Morey, this is another kind of 3 and D guy, honestly, but he just doesn't shoot enough to be considered a 3 and D guy. Um, he, I mean, the people call him a 3 and D guy, but I don't, I don't, I don't see it um, as much as some of these other guys. Um, Norvell Pell plays like five minutes a game if you want to throw your money away there. He's like minimum price. Um, they don't really play true centers. Noah Vonley is available. He's played like seven minutes since he started. A guy you got to kind of look at, I guess. I mean, obviously, like I said, news can come out. Phoenix is not on a back-to-back, but when you saw Chris Paul and or Devin Booker sat, sit in a game, uh, Mr. Etwan Moore would get some run. Like, he played 40 minutes in the game Chris Paul didn't play. He's priced up a little bit as if one of these guys priced up for him as if one of these guys may work may be out so unless one of these guys is out i wouldn't touch him with a a 10-foot pole but if one of these guys were late scratched or something or got covid or tripped over a sidewalk block walking into the stadium um etuan moore is in play for that perspective but if everything shakes out like we're at i don't like it a guy i do like though at 3800 um, in the utility spot is Dario Sarge. We've seen him come back and kind of work it real well with Chris Paul um, in the two-way game, pick and rolls. I kind of like Dario Sarge for some value. A little more than Cameron Johnson, whose playing time has kind of been cut a little bit just because his three-point shot hasn't been there as much. And he doesn't get that many. He doesn't get that many peripherals. I'd rather just go to a Sarge than a... Uh, and, and obviously, with Sarge being back, it has cut into Kaminsky's playing time. Kaminsky's still playing around 20 minutes a game, but I'd honestly just rather pay down to Sarge to be able to pay up for the studs. Um, a guy, another guy, value-wise, on Brooklyn is Landry Shamit. He hasn't been playing as much as I thought he would with the KD out and no centers um, and letting him play maybe a little bit of the three or four. But he's just not not shooting it well, and he's just not getting the run um, that I thought he would or maybe he even deserves, to be honest with you. Uh, maybe Steve Nash just doesn't like him. He kind of looks like a weird – he kind of looks like a weird cat. I, I don't know. He might be fine, but he's a strange cat. He's a Wichita State guy too, just like uh, Fred Van Elite. So, you know, these guys are these guys are prototypically hard-nosed, good-shooting players coming out of Wichita State to Shockers. I beat my Buckeyes uh, back in the back in the lead eight, eight final four. I don't. Know. I was watching that game. I was drinking beer. I can't remember what it was, but I was all bummed out. I remember I was saying shock to shockers, all that fun stuff. Guess what? I got shocked. But I didn't. I was still drinking beer, having a good time. But you know, Buckeyes basketball's back, though, baby. Let's uh, let's take it all the way this year. If there's a March Madness, um, they're legit. Um, I uh, I think they actually have a legit shot at it. Uh, and you see my boy Jay Sean Tate 
over in won me some dough last night over in Houston. Getting it in. Another Buckeye uh, falling out. Kata Bates, yeah, not, uh, not falling out. I don't even know. I think he's in San Antonio now. Uh, I don't even know. He's been bouncing around ever since he got uh, booted out of Minnesota, but I don't know. Kata Bates, I thought that dude was a stud. Evan Turner out of the league. But my boy Mike Conley, man, I think barring this injury, if he can come back, man, he might might get that best player ever not to make an all-star team with the way the Jazz been playing off the schneid here, man. Get Mike Conley in the all-star game. Um, I'll push that all day long. He's my guy. Um, probably my favorite Buckeye Hooper ever. Um, no, definitely my favorite Buckeye Hooper ever. Uh, Jared Sullinger. Jesus, what a bum. Uh, I can't believe that guy's a clown. You know him. It's a little side story. You know him and Trey Burke, um, who actually still playing, uh, grew up together in Columbus, in the Columbus area, Metro Columbus. And Trey Burke was mad that his best friend went to Ohio State, kind of got recruited over him, and, and decided, you know what, screw you, Ohio State, Cleveland, Cleveland, Columbus people, even though I'm from there, I'm going to um, that place up north that I will not speak of, and uh, play up there, how'd that work out for Trey Burke, and honestly, it was pretty good, he had a good college career, but even still, he's a bum, Trey Burke sucks, he always sucks. He always will suck. Jaron Selinger, probably one of my least favorite Buckeyes ever. Woman beater, all that. You know, just not good stuff from Jared Selinger. I don't know how I got on this Buckeye basketball tangent. Oh, Jay Sean Tate, right? I don't, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Let's go, Buckeyes. OH, right? Let's go. Let's bring it home. Um, hopefully March Madness happens. Uh, but anyway, on to the, the final thoughts here on this showdown slate. Um... Harden, Booker, Aiton. I think one, two, three for me in order. Then we're going to go Kyrie and CP3. Uh, then the, the tertiary style options, like uh, Lofty likes to say over on Awesome tertiary. I like that word. I'd never heard it before until I played DFS. It's just a cool word uh, in general. Um, but let's, let's roll the tertiary options. I'm going to say... Sarge, maybe a little table of Bruce Brown, some sprinkles, a uh, little bit, maybe a maybe a lineup of my Michael Bridges. Um, you know, it's it just not a whole lot of value. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, maybe Jeff Green. Um, I said Bruce Brown, like that's that's kind of where we're at with value. Uh, maybe a pure 2K punt. Uh, Jalen Smith, let's go. Dude. Why, why, Phoenix, now, I heard Tyrese Halliburton, I've talked to him before, I've talked about him before, I, I, I've heard Tyrese Halliburton kind of, let's say, tanked a couple workouts, tanked a couple interviews so he could fall to Sacramento, why anybody wants to go to Sacramento, I don't understand, especially being a Midwest guy, uh, I mean, I get it, California's a cool place, but, uh, never been there, that's what I've heard, but, uh, I just don't get it. I mean, Phoenix had the opportunity. You have a young center. You know, you have... Uh, you paid Dario Sarge to be your backup center. Why do you draft another center, right, in, a, in an NBA where you can find centers? There's mid, you can go pick up Willie Colley-Stein. You can go pick up JaVale McGee and just 
pay them the veterans men and roll on right you don't need to de- it would be di- different if they had to develop one because they have an older one but they don't right like the fact that they didn't take Tyrese Halliburton is insane to me unless like I said it was to do with Halliburton's camp and Halliburton's like you know what I'm not going to Phoenix because I know I'm not going to play because of the other three guys or the other two big two guys there um but uh, if they could let Halliburton play behind Chris Paul and learn from Chris Paul, and then once Chris Paul is done or moves on again, take the reins over and have a Halliburton, Booker, Aiton style big three. I mean, come on, that 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 would give Phoenix a future beyond the Chris Paul era, right? That would give the the Suns a bright, bright, bright future. And uh, I just, you know, this future could only be two, three, at most four years with Chris Paul. And it's like, well, you got to win a championship then, right? And, and it's, a, it's just uh, win now mode. And uh, I don't know. I just don't. And maybe it was to keep Chris Paul happy too. I don't know. All the inner workings of the Suns. I mean, our boy uh, Champ is over there running it. Uh, James Jones. I, I love James Jones. Cavs championship squad, LeBron's best pal, one of LeBron's best pal, inner circle type of cat for LeBron. Um, but yeah, James Jones is a stud. Uh, seems like he kind of knows what he's doing over there. Uh, worried about it a little bit though. Um, so yeah, those are my favorite three big, a uh, couple little guy, a uh, couple uh, tertiary guys. And man, that'll probably about do it for this slate, man. We got off on a couple tangents. Um, always fun talking Buckeyes, uh, whether it's hoops or foosball or Nick Swisher, baseball, whatever you want to talk about, man. We talk Buckeyes, too. Um, so let's enjoy this slate. Um, let's enjoy this night of hoops, snowy and shitty out basically all over the country. So let's uh, let's keep it rolling, man. I uh, It's going to be a fun slate tonight. Um, we'll see what other kind of content I can pump out while... Well, we got the snow plow rolling, man. We're just out here pushing snow, uh, living life. Uh, just drove by the Browns practice facility. Um, you know, see what Baker can do. Uh, I don't know. I think Baker, I, I was down on him, man. I was down on him after the Freddie Kitchen deal. I don't know. I, let's, let's draft the edge rusher. Let's, uh, glad they didn't sign J.J. Watt. That would have been a massive mistake. Um, let's pair somebody with Miles Garrett off the Vernon money finally. Um, offensive line, my, in my opinion, the best in the league. Uh, you have the best right side of the line in the league. Um, and here we go, Brownies, right? Let's, like, the Browns could potentially come in as, I don't know, the third best team in the AFC next year. And uh, I don't see anybody arguing that statement. So here we go, Brownies. Here we go, NBA DFS. Let's keep this bad boy rolling. See if I can pump out any more content while the snow flies. And uh, let's go, man. Keep it rolling. Follow me. Oh, I haven't even said it all day. Follow me on Twitter, Graham Machine, at killabrew27, like Harmon, man. Uh, I'll be putting that on there. Let's build this brand up. Let's keep talking DFS and getting them off on some uh, just general sports tangents and uh, having a good time with it. So let's keep it rolling, man. Let's go.